Welcome to the Charlotte is Creative podcast. Today's show features hosts Tim Miner and Matt Oling speaking with Davida Galloway, local artist, creative, and fashion maven, immediately following the June 2nd Creative Morning Charlotte event at Warehouse 242. Davida Galloway is co-owner of Dup and Swat, a creative hub, studio, and event space, and even hair salon in Noda. Opened five years ago with her brother Dion, Dup and Swat has become a hub for all things creative, from photography to networking to fashion and much more. In this podcast, Davida speaks on what art and creative expression have meant to her, the challenges that artists face, and how Charlotte can overcome those obstacles. Remember to RSVP for the next Creative Morning Charlotte event Friday, July 2nd at Warehouse 242, featuring theater actor Abby Corrigan as the speaker on the global theme of equality. Register for this free event by visiting charlotteiscreative.com at 9 a.m. Monday, July 3rd. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Charlotte is Creative podcast. I'm Tim Miner. And I'm Matt Olin. And it is our great privilege today to have Davida Galloway, as, who was our speaker at Creative Mornings. We are going to talk to her in just one second, but I do want to give a quick report on Queen City Quiz Show. We had our very first preview, well, it's not the first preview, but it was a preview unplugged show at the former site of Eastland Mall two weeks ago. Million people showed up. One million people. I am using Trumpian math on that one. Somewhere between a million and 200 people showed up, and it was a great event. Uh, the next event will be on June You 20th. forgot to mention that I wore parachute pants. What? In celebration of Eastland Mall, and where oh, I used did? to buy my members-only jackets, my Air Jordans, and my parachute pants. Nice. I, I pulled them out of the closet. Yeah. Some might call that forgetting. Other people might call that selective uh, <laughs> memory loss. I was trying to scrub that image from my mind. You're welcome. Of you in your parachute pants. Although I was, I you could you can attest to the fact that I can still fit into the T-shirt that I got for graduating from Charlotte Catholic in 1992. Hey. Moving on. I won't say what shape it looked like, but it, <laughs> I did get into the T-shirt. Um, but the, <laughs> the next Queen City Quiz Show will be on June 24th from 5 to 7 p.m. at St. Martin's Episcopal Church on uh, 7th Street. Uh, the tickets are free and will be available actually today, June 12th, at qcquizshow.com. So hustle there and get your ticket. And uh, now I'll let Matt introduce our amazing guest. Well, Davida Galloway, it was such an honor to have you come and speak to Creative Mornings on the theme of survival this morning. Um, June second, mm-hmm. two thousand seventeen. Um, Davida, among many other things, you're you're an artist of I would say many disciplines. Um, but one of the things that really rose to the surface today, and that you got to tell the story about, was Dup and Dup and Swat. The yes. um, you know the the let's call it a creative haven that Absolutely. you've co-created with your with your brother yes. Dion. And so um, yeah, if you go to charlotteiscreative.com and look at the video page, you'll be able to read her whole bio. But um, you're a creative force to be reckoned with in Charlotte, and you have an incredible story. It was just so great to hear it today. Thank so. you. More allowing. importantly, if you head to that to uh, charlotteiscreative.com, uh, you will see the video of Davida's entire talk, and uh, it's one that it's a story. Matt said it when he was was leading in. It's a story that that anyone who proclaims to be interested in culture or to be a patron of the arts in Charlotte needs to read, or excuse me, to watch, to digest, to think about. Rewatch and then commit themselves to doing something with it. Yeah. So 
Thanks to Amen. You. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. So do we want to dive into Yeah, the... we're gonna dive right in. Okay. Davita, here's here's how it goes. Okay. So, you know, generally lightning rounds are preserved for the end of a uh, of a game show or a talk. <laughs> we start with the lightning round. That's right. Oh, boy. Okay. Okay. To the system. Okay. So All we're right. gonna pepper you with some questions. You don't need to think about it. Just just, just dive in. So right. here's a softball. Okay. What's your hometown? Winston. Salem. All right. What was your high school senior class superlative? Oh my God, was I su- a superlative? I mean, if and it if was... you didn't get one, what should it have? Oh, uh, most fashionable, of uh, course. No. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Matt, what was your senior class superlative? Um, most likely to be famous or something. I'd have to look it up. Accurate. I could look it up. <laughs> I could look it up. I don't know about all that. But we put like locally in there. Lo- locally, yes. Right. All right. Local yes. Mine. I got the curse of death. <laughs> what was yours? Most likely to succeed. Oh, oh yes. which I, I I wanted class clown and I got. I might have uh, gotten the other. Yeah, you got. I think you did get class clown. Come to think it's of possible. it, possible. All right, all right. Here we go. How do you pronounce a u n t? Unt. 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 Like, wow, that I didn't. I I, I was not so, prepared for that. A u n t. I I was taught to pronounce it aunt. Or. Ant, or but aunt, but my but I've never heard aunt. Okay, aunt. I know maybe it's my <laughs> my southern slang, my southern draw. But yeah, there is a draw. There's a little draw. I have, I have there. tons of aunts. Okay, <laughs> that aunt. is hilarious. I, yeah. I think that is going to be my preferred pronunciation for that <laughs> right. word moving forward. So my wife says auntie. That's what she says, auntie. Auntie. But now it's auntie. 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 Right. <laughs> okay. Aunt. What's the first album or CD you ever bought? Oh my goodness! Oh gosh, you guys. With your own money. Dig little little Dig Kim. Okay. Okay. Hardcore. Nice. Ah! Yeah. 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 That's absolutely. Such a good answer. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. What was yours? Um, I think it was Phil Collins. Hey, I got you. What? I got you beat in the embarrassment category. Okay. Mike and the Mechanics. Oh. Not take these broken wings. I can little I Kim. yeah. Can or is that Mr. No, Mr. no, it was the Living Years. Uh, you know, all right. Can I tell Mike. people it was Lil Kim moving please. forward? Thank you. That's my answer. Oh my God! Andy, I'm stealing please. that. Edit that out, please. It's <laughs> Lil Kim. You have hardcore to be Tim, specific. Tim's first album was Lil Kim as well. That's right. <laughs> Lil Kim forever. That's right. Okay. Okay. What is the best breakfast place in Charlotte? Mm, okay. So, oh, this is lightning round. I'm just gonna say Chuck's. Okay. It's off Old States, Old Statesville. Yeah. Have you guys been there? Yeah. No, I haven't. Chuck's, I love it. It's like what, a, what is their signature? Like a hole in the wall, but uh, that's the those only, are like the best places. I don't trust any breakfast place whose dish is is younger than three years old. Right? Okay. Right. So <laughs> if they have a website or social media, we can post that on the. Uh, Yo, I. But love what do we need Chuck's. to get when we go to Chuck's? So when I go, I get the same thing like every time: the salmon patties with two scrambled eggs, fried, scrambled hard with onions, and you can get it with hash browns, grits, like that. Yeah, I would suggest Hot, that. Damn, that sounds. Do you like, like salmon patties? My, that is, I I don't, but my wife is you a don't? salmon patty aficionado. Yeah, but right? you, but I'm yes. pretty sure everything you order will be awesome. Ooh, Anything chucks. will be awesome. Chucks, really. I'm hungry. We don't even eat breakfast. I'm kind of right down the fairway. I'm more like a bacon egg and cheese on a biscuit oh, yeah, sort yeah, of guy. Yeah. That's they a got thing. that. They got me thing. up. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Paper or plastic? Mm, paper. Okay. All right. What's wrong with Matt? Nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's I'm just oh. that's what WWE. <laughs> But right answer. Right. High five. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's nothing. I loved it. I was hoping to stump you. That's awesome. The real question is, do you have a favorite tattoo? Mm. And if you do, which one is it? Oh, my gosh. So they're very, I love them all. But if I had to pick one, 
Um, I would say the one, the two that are dedicated to my grandmother. Mm. Uh, I have her phone number here. She died. Well, she passed a few years ago. And, you know, I would give anything to hear her on the other end. Mm. And um, I have her name actually right here Mm -hmm. on my um, hairline. What was was her name? Her name. Guys, okay, listen. Lovey Vanilla Heart King. Can you imagine? Lovey Vanilla, it was her name. Are you serious? Wow. Yes, the most adorable thing ever. That wasn't a nickname? That was like her That's like on a birth certificate? Yeah, that's her real name. That is awesome. Lovey Vanilla? Lovey Vanilla. Wait, Lovey Vanilla. Heart King. Heart King. Yeah. I'd actually wow. like to change my earlier answer. That was the first album I ever bought. Lovey Vanilla. Lovey, hey, right? That's right. Because she does sound like an act, <laughs> an R- right? She yes. said, sounds like an R&B. Oh, she was definitely a hoot. But yeah, Lovey Vanilla. And her mother's name was uh, Love. So just, yeah. Oh my God. That's awesome. All right. So what's your next tattoo? Next tattoo. Hmm. You've been thinking about you adding know, to the collection? I am always and forever I'm adding. So the next thing I want to do is actually get one in my in my head, <laughs> yeah. like back here somewhere. Uh-huh. I think I want some kind of feathers. Actually, this hummingbird was supposed to end up in my head, but I chickened out at the last minute. I was like, eh, I don't think I'm ready for that. Because Lovey Vanilla's name on your temple mm-hmm. must have smarted as that was being it's a pretty sensitive applied. Spot. You know what? And I was preparing for the worst, but it was actually one of the easiest really? to get. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know if my adrenaline was just like on level thousand trillion that I didn't really feel it, but I it wasn't c- too bad. I can imagine when someone's got a needle on your temple, I the know. adrenaline is flowing. Oh, it must be. Hands and ribs were the absolute worst, though. Really? Yeah. Okay. The worst. Okay. All right. So you're from Winston-Salem, right? I am. All right. Does the Joe Camel logo really have subliminal messages in it? Uh, The Joe? I don't know of any subliminal messages. What are the subliminal messages uh, are you referring to? This is a family to? podcast. I can't really get oh, into Oh, okay. If you read, read about it, um, <clears throat> there are many stories that there are... Uh, will say sexual imagery in the fur of the camel to oh, equate really? smoking and sex. Oh, yes. Is that a thing? Yeah, to tap into the powerful drive. I wish my father was in drive. here. He worked uh, with uh, R.J. Reynolds, and he knew all about mm. that. Uh, but yeah, I'm not <laughs> certain about that. I don't know. Possibly. All right. Okay. You were in New York. You spent some time in New York City, yes. as did I. Where was your go-to place to hang out in New York City? Uh, well... Anywhere in Brooklyn was the go-to for me. Yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh. Anywhere. I just love the neighborhoods. Well, at that time. Of course, now, like it changed. is here in Charlotte, things are changing. Yeah, of course. Um, Harlem. I loved Harlem and Union Square. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I love uh, Union Square. Those are Square. all amazing places. Yeah, yeah. W- were there particular Brooklyn neighborhoods that you frequented? Um, particular. Bed-Stuy. Bed-Stuy. Well, you lived there. So, yep. you know, there, of course. Uh, was it Fort Greene? Yeah, Fort um, Greene. Man, that place is hot. Yeah. In Brooklyn, that. yeah. But other than that, I was in Union Square. I was in Harlem. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I never made it much to Queens or the Bronx. Yeah. Well, apparently, so, because Brooklyn is so expensive now, Sunnyside, Queens is the new place where everyone's flocking. Oh, yeah? So soon, Sunnyside, Queens will be too expensive. Oh, okay. Right? And so... Well, so that plays right that into the conversation yeah, had with yeah. you. Yeah. knows all about thing? that. It's just a way of things. I definitely know all about that. Getting forced out. Well, so we're going to dive into the real questions because there's a lot to yeah. get into. Okay. Um, you know, and, and the irony is that we're doing this this podcast, so people aren't going to see us, mm-hmm. right? We're coming in over the computer, but how we and Matt goes into this in his his uh, intro for you today that mm-hmm. how we met was saying let's get off the computer, let's meet face to face, and that's been. 
I think that's obviously what started our relationship off and what more and more people need to do. So I recognize the irony that we're now coming to you across the airwaves, but, but I do encourage, I think Matt had a central message today that if you read something online or you encounter someone that intrigues you, whether you disagree with them or you agree with them, or you just want to know more about them, figure out a way to sit across the table from them Mm -hmm. because it changes your perspective Mm -hmm. completely. And I I will say that when Matt and I met you a little over a year ago, it, it changed the trajectory of a number of things that we were working on. Definitely. um, Including creative mornings. And so for that, I mean, we, we owe you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, um, because, because part of it's just about getting the whole story. Yeah. We get, we're we're used to getting the bite size, the snippets, the bite size on online and you can't get the whole story that way. Um, Or it's, it's difficult to get the whole story that way. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're big proponents of getting together. So it's awesome to be sitting across from you again. I right? know. Awesome. And first of all, let me say, I appreciate you guys reaching out to me. I remember the, the our yeah. date when, you know, yeah, we came yeah. into the studio and we chatted. That's um, right. Quentin, Quentin was, was there. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. Um, very memorable. I'm glad that you guys took the time to talk to us, to listen to well, us, to have that connection. Absolutely. Well, I, you know, I think it, there's, there's gratitude on both sides of that in that you told that story to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Who some of whom listened and some of who didn't, and mm-hmm. we were yet two more people like, hey, we want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. And you could have easily said, you know, I'm done with this. Like I'm <laughs> okay. I you want to hear my story? Yeah. And so thank you for taking the chance on us oh, too. Of course. Yeah. So. yeah. All right, let's, let's get go. going, Davida. You ready? All right, I'm ready. All right. So when you moved back to Charlotte, mm-hmm. okay, this is from Winston mm-hmm. to start Dup and Swap. What mm-hmm. what were your hopes? And then what were some of the first obstacles that you started to? encounter and have to deal with Mm, hopes Mm. um was just that we could make a change uh like i said in the um in my talk um art has always been a thing for me it's always been that platform and we wanted to provide that for others um simply because growing up in my household it wasn't necessarily supported and so I understand the importance of someone saying yes and providing a platform. So we wanted to make a difference. And honestly, when we opened the doors, we didn't really quite know how we were going to. We essentially opened our doors and it was nothing on the inside except our stuff because we were using it as a um, workspace, if you will. And so there was literally nothing in there. And so like with each day, we the community helped us literally build they saw the blank space. And so, you know, can we do this in here? Can we do this in here? And being a costumer and wardrobe stylist, I work with a lot of talent designers, uh, beauty reps, uh, photographers. And so I knew that I wanted to provide a space for them as well. And so with that, the local designers came and we were able to house their wardrobe and the artists came and we were able to put their works on the wall. And so all these people came once the doors opened. And so the the goal was to create change or provide a space and um we just didn't know how but it, it's just been great to see the growth because we, we we didn't know i mean we still don't know like what's it going to look like in the end it's always transforming it's always mm. changing whatever the need is at that time then yeah. we'll provide it well one of the things i love about about dup and swat is that you keep the scope really wide, like mm-hmm. in terms of all the disciplines that you invite in. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's just, it really has that sort of wide armed approach. It's, it feels 
akin to this sort of everyone is creative mantra that we abide uh, by here. Yes, I yes. think it's one of the reasons why I feel like we're <clears throat> we're like cousins, <laughs> right? Like I love it. I, love, I think it's it's the best <clears throat> example of that that I've mm-hmm. seen in Charlotte. I think yeah. we you know we can't run away from from we can't run away from the banking and the buttoned up aspect of Charlotte, yeah. right? I mean, we are a we are a city that loves its master plan, Absolutely. right? So we will delay a, a, an idea to, that serves a need for years and years mm-hmm. so that we have it perfect. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you all you saw was an opportunity and a need. Yeah. You didn't know what form or shape it was going to take. You right. just dove in. It and, wasn't perfect. Right. We just opened. We just did it. Mm-hmm. One of one of our former speakers, Josh Bowerin, uh, one of his favorite expressions is, "Let's start making as many mistakes as, as quickly possible. as possible." Oh, wow. that's good. And that's what yeah. I love about it too is Charlotte is so preoccupied with getting everything right, right. before you start yeah. that nothing that's a lot of times good ideas die yeah. on the vine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's collateral damage, right? Artists don't have a space absolutely. To, to work. Absolutely. Yeah. No regrets. I think that's one of the things that I live by. Um, yes, things have happened, but I don't take any of that for granted. It all has contributed to who I am and what I am. So, yeah, no regrets. Whatever it is, if you think of it, just just try because you were gifted that idea. You were. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of, like, just having a vision of something and trying it, are, is there a new, are there new ideas around Dub and Swat that you – want to try like in your new space or just as you think forward to the future like what's next for Dub and Swat so what's next as far as ideas um, because we are a place where we literally do a little bit of everything we're open to literally anything mm. to be done in our space Yeah. Um, but as far as what's next we would love to uh, open a space in Atlanta I think that would be another market for us but It'll, it'll again. It'll be um, authentic. It'll be genuine um, and organic. You and know, that's the other very thing. It's organic. organic. Very organic. Yeah. It'll it'll be filled with the uh, artwork from Atlanta artists. Um, it'll it'll just represent that particular culture like it does here. Yeah. You're you're allowing the needs of the creatives around you to sort of guide the development Absolutely. of the place, Absolutely. which is so beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, because it's, yes, we have an idea of what we want, but essentially we're there to provide a need. So what is your need? How can we help you? Yeah. Yeah. We're the Love platform. Um, so one of the, the, the original response that you, that you wrote, the, uh, to the, we'll call it an op-ed piece that you did, um, that, that put us all together, right? Put us yes. on the course. Yeah. Um, I reread it. And one of the things that you said was you, you, um, you asked a question, in it, how can Charlotte sustain a creative and artistic community where the places in which we, uh, well, how can how can Charlotte sustain a creative and artistic community when the places in which we commune are being destroyed? Mm-hmm. And obviously, that was a rhetorical question. We, you know, you were writing it, mm-hmm. but now we're here. We can talk about it's it. Very real. So, so mm-hmm. tell us about how can we do that, and what are the very real, what are the very real challenges that that the artistic community is facing in Charlotte right now, and what can we do about it? Yeah, so gentrification is a real thing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, businesses are closing, rent is increasing. Um, groups and organizations who've held uh, a spot here in Charlotte for years are unable to afford their rent. Um, just a lot is going on. There's a lot of growth. And with that, I feel like artists, they're literally, well, they are. People are taking our homes. They're taking our um, our gathering spaces. Um, they're literally affecting our livelihood and our lives with this. What can happen? What can we do? I mean, I think it's going to take a community to get it together. You know, like I said on, on stage, it's about coming together. It shouldn't be black art function, white art function, brown art function. We need to just come together as artists yeah. Period. 
mm-hmm. um, and support each other. And of course, financial is very real. Mm-hmm. We definitely need money to sustain. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if some people think that being an artist or having a career as an artist is juvenile. Um, and I say that because, you know, when you're growing up, you learn how to color fairly easy early, right? You learn how to color early. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to color or create after the hard work is done. Like after you complete a chore, okay, you can go play, you can go color. And so I don't know if that mindset um, is contributing to the lack of respect. Um, I'm not I'm not sure. But on the same token, uh, the city of Charlotte uses our works to attract others to come, mm-hmm. you know, so it's one of those things. But but mm. all I know is we're, we're valuable um, and the, the, the community, the city, uh, we need to support each other. Yeah, sure. there's going to be a, a report <clears throat> that's going to be unveiled later this summer about the creative economy. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's going to shed some light on the the true impact that creatives of all disciplines and all industries are having mm-hmm. on on our region and i'm hoping that the unveiling of those numbers is going to start to have people sit up and go oh yeah we need to actually support invest and yes. invest in the work of creatives of all disciplines mm-hmm. because not just because we see the, a thriving creative um, landscape as being a quality of life thing for us. Mm-hmm. We want that, right? Mm-hmm. You talked about that in your talk as well. Mm-hmm. But also because it moves the meter. Mm-hmm. It actually it actually has an impact on the economy of our Absolutely. area too. Absolutely. And so, and that's that's everything from fine, you know, the big museums and and things like that, but also right down to the small entrepreneurial creatives like yourself. Right that there. those are the ones that need to be supported that and and allowed to to thrive. Absolutely. And so Keep an eye out for that report because I haven't seen the numbers. They're not out yet, but yeah. I think it might be a tool that we can use in our in our arsenal, yeah, if you will. We'll okay. Yeah, I, th- I think that one other thing that plays against that, it, you know, in, in America, we're all about archetypes, right? We love we love our stories. We like to classify mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. and there's this. Some people do think of a creative pursuit as childish or something that you do as mm-hmm. a as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's others that see that there's some kind of nobility in being a starving artist, mm-hmm. and they they don't realize that starving means starving, starving literally, and and literally. that you know you shouldn't have to sacrifice everything yeah. to to indulge your passion. I think that might be too that people just don't don't get it. I mean, Matt and I even see, and this is. Nowhere near what some of you know you and the fellow, your fellow artists are dealing with, but when you're a copywriter or mm-hmm. even a graphic designer, and somebody comes, mm-hmm. hey, can you make a logo for me? Mm-hmm. And you do it, and then they go, hey, thanks a lot. And you're like, well, that'll be X number of exactly. dollars. And they yeah. go, well, wait a minute, you just you, did, you know, it just took you a minute to do that. And like Matt said, yeah, but I invested 20 years to figure out how to do Absolutely. it in a minute. Also, I wouldn't say if, if I went to a lawyer and said, hey, can you just jot together a a, a quick. Uh, will for me absolutely they wouldn't just go here you go yeah, yeah, take yeah. it and walk yeah and you approached me with the service because i had the talent right. to do so mm. so absolutely. pay me <laughs> right pay me my money <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> well let's talk about seats at the table because that's something that we've talked about in the mm-hmm. past too right mm-hmm. like you know having a seat at the table and we know what these ta- you know, we know the tables in oh, charlotte absolutely. you know these the tables have been around for table. a long time mm-hmm. um and, and and i think you actually said in our first meeting you're like you know, it. Everyone can't have a. It, you know, it's like uh, you've been knocking on the door and they're not even answering the, the door. Sometimes, right? Like it's not, yeah. it's not so much of getting a seat at the table; it's about getting in the room. And yeah. the question is, like, what do we do about that? You know, mm, do we mm. 
do we continue to clamor for those seats at those tables or do we start you know making our own tables yeah so here's the thing um trying to get a seat at the table just trying to get someone to answer the phone call trying to get someone to answer an email yeah. is a thing so what do you do um so Tupac once said, <laughs> uh, he had gave the analogy, you know, I've been asking, I've been asking forever for so long and you still ignore me. Sooner or later, I'm just going to come through and just get what I get and take what I take, mm. you know. And I, I don't want to, I'm not saying be violent or anything, but I'm just saying it gets to a point where we just going to make matters happen for ourselves mm, and yeah. do it for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe that's just where it is because how long, how, how many times can I ask you for something before I hit a breaking point? Mm -hmm. The breaking point is real. Like, how many times can I do this? You're ignoring me. You don't want me here. You act like you don't want me here. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go get my own. Yeah. I think yeah. another part of it, too, because that's a powerful message. Mm -hmm. I also think there's a lot of creatives out there that are uncomfortable with asking for what they want or need. Mm -hmm. And so the more that we can also... I mean, it's all, it's, it's all part of a larger conversation, but there's the, another component of, I think is sort of like encouraging and supporting people in, in saying, you know, in getting comfortable with asking for what you want or need, and then maybe connecting them with the people that have what Are they want or to. need. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's, it's going to take, it's take, take, it's going to take a village. It's going to take all of us. You know what it's going to take? Communication. It's going to take these face to face. Yes. Sit downs, chats. That's what's needed. But it needs to be. I, I agree with that completely, but I think that even language can be mm -hmm. a barrier, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about that when we first met, that mm -hmm. you apply for grants. There's a there's a particular way, mm -hmm. and there's a particular form you of language. just so, right. absolutely. And so even, even language is used as a barrier, mm -hmm. and I think we need to, when we're sitting down face-to-face, -face, not look for the words or confluence of words mm -hmm. that we want to hear, mm -hmm. but really think through what, what is the other person trying to say they, to me? And what are they doing? You know, and where am I in this conversation? Like, yeah. there's there's so much middle ground of, mm -hmm. I've yearned for something. I know what it's like to want something really mm -hmm. hard, but maybe you're not expressing it the same way as I am, mm -hmm. but there's, there's commonality there. And mm -hmm. I, I think you said it perfectly, that we can't compartmentalize, it can't be black, white, mm -hmm. and we need to get comfortable with, with being, being uncomfortable, uncomfortable, which was mm -hmm. such an amazing thing mm -hmm. that you said. And, and Charlotte is one of those places where a lot of times politeness and social norms mm -hmm. takes the place of out and out racist speak mm -hmm. or, or um, you know, out and out the way that we segregate ourselves. Mm -hmm. We just, we used being polite or saying, well, that's not really my place. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. And I wanted to mention, I'm bringing this story. I don't know how we looking on time. We're fine. So, you, okay. you say what you need to say. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, in our space in Noda, um, again, this kids used to just flock to our spaces. I mean, it's colorful. There's tons of energy in there. Mm. This one particular day, a kid ran in and he beelined to one of our art walls. A few seconds later, his father came in, scooped him up, and on the way out, he said, we have to leave. This space isn't for us. Mm. I, I Completely taken aback. Like, sir, not only is this space for you, not only is it for your son, not only is it for people who look like you, it's for anyone who appreciates art. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't understand that. You know, yeah. it's very disheartening. Like, even still, it still bothers me. But what can I do about it? All I can do is just speak my piece and keep it moving. Yeah. You know? Well, it, I think it's, that's so beautiful. And it's one of the things I love about creativity is that, mm -hmm in a world in which we're so polarized, everyone's like retreated to their corners or, you know, what have you. 
if we truly believe that everyone is creative, then that's one thing that we can all say, oh, we all have that in common. Yeah. We're all creative. That's a place where we can all meet. Yeah. yeah. And, <clears throat> and I can learn more about the creative work that you're doing and you can learn more, more about the creative work that I'm doing. I'm going to appreciate it. And I don't know, mm-hmm. like it just seems like a, such a powerful tool that we're not seizing and, and sort of employing enough. Yeah. So the work you're doing out there, I think, is um, a huge part of, of moving us more in that direction. I, I would you. say, I mean, in Dup and Swat, you created a spot that, again, even more than Matt and I have, embodies the the Creative yeah. Mornings Manifesto, which starts mm-hmm. out, everyone is creative. Everyone. And the last line is, everyone is welcome. Absolutely. You know, and, and everyone Absolutely. is welcome in that in that creativity Absolutely. and in that creative space. And in so, space. I mean, mm-hmm. I, that's just inspiring to us because it's one thing for us to put on a meeting every month and, and it's an exciting thing, but we, we're trying to figure out how do you take that spirit and put it out into the world and you've done it. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to. You're not done. Yeah. Yeah. But you've, you've done it. Thank you. I appreciate that. So getting there. What words of, in closing, what words of advice do you have for Charlotte? Yes. For, (laughs) Don't feel like I'm, I'm tapping my fingers together. Soon I'll be stroking. All right. All right. Dr. Evil, let her answer the question. Encouraging words for Charlotte. Mm, or get, advice. Just yeah, advice I mean, just in general, get out of each other's way. Just get out of each other's way. Be, Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Get comfortable with being yourself. Don't feel like you have to fake the funk, so to speak. Mm. Um, live a life that's genuinely going to bring you happiness. Because that's one of the reasons I got caught up in New York is because I was out here doing things that I thought I wanted to do or was living the life for someone else. And when you do so, you find yourself going down a path uh, that's not necessarily pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, So live authentically. Please be genuine with everything that you do. Um, In doing so, you can sleep at night, literally. Well, thank you so much, Davida. And this this conversation is meant to be a companion to the video, so we do encourage people to both, you know, watch the video if if they were in the room, relive it, and if they yeah. weren't in the room, see yeah. that powerful talk that you gave, and then also listen to this podcast as well, because mm-hmm. so, it's a continuation of your of the conversation with you, your amazing story, and everything you're up to. So thank you, thank you, and thank you for thank hanging you. with us. I mean, this is we've oh, yeah. been. We have been waiting for this the, the right <laughs> it's been moment. Been a long time coming, but we <laughs> got it. I've been looking it's forward been great. to this. Yeah, you, you were amazing this morning. Thank you. So. Thank you. Thank you for the platform. Yeah, keep Seriously. fighting the good fight. Oh, always. always. All right, guys. All we'll right. Catch you later. Bye bye. Charlotte's creative. <laughs> Adios. Thanks again to Davida Galloway of Dup and Swat for speaking with us. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in to the Charlotte is Creative podcast. Let us know what you think by tweeting at us at CM underscore CLT and using the hashtag Charlotte is Creative. Remember to mark your calendars for Friday, July 7th at 8.30 a.m. at Warehouse 242. That's at 2307 Wilkinson Boulevard where theater actor Abby Corrigan will speak on the global theme of equality. For more from Charlotte is Creative, check out charlotteiscreative.com.